love. <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. I had a woman finger my butthole at a Dollar General parking lot in Carrier, Mississippi. I ate a woman's ass after a Popeye's chicken sandwich one time. I am completely qualified to host Michigan's prettiest butthole competition. Stop trying to vote me in for that, please. My God, I have too many responsibilities as it is. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, The Arnie State Show here on a wonderful, rainy as fuck here in the Metroplex. Woo, is it raining outside. Good Lord almighty. Now, yesterday I posted on social media, I've been doing a lot of social media posts even this morning, Uh, I'll tell you all about it, but yesterday I posted something up there that I had an epiphany yesterday. Equal to my religious epiphany I had about 10, 15 years ago. It calmed me down a little bit when I had this epiphany and I started to word it out. And I'm going to share it with you here in just a little bit. And let me tell you, it is not for the faint at heart. Um, You might want to have some backbone for this one. But before we can get all of that, we got to say good mornings to people. Uh, first one here, I, I, I mean, as usual, well, I mean, straight fires here, he says, happy Pump day. ass, uh, go uh, to hell insomnia, yeah, I didn't sleep worth a shit last night either for some reason, Andrew says, let's hump this day, right ass family, happy, Pump day, Pump day, Pump day, gold says, morning y'all, happy, Pump day, Chaz says, motherfucking, Pump day, all right, Fantastic. We are in a mood today, people, huh? Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato! Round here, we speak American, okay, bud? Mage says, good morning, ass Naiji. I had to work 17 hours yesterday, so the Japanese word of the day is... Sukarata. Translation, tired. I am very sukarata. See? That's pretty good. That's old school karate movies right there. Sudakara, or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> oh, my lucky start. The one, the only bratty kid is all up in this house. I don't know if you've noticed, but there certainly are a lot of Negroes in sports. I, so. I, I, yes, I, I have, but thank you for pointing that out. And by the way, one of my social media posts this morning was a big thank you to bratty kid. Oh, I got me a big rib caps fucking steak to eat today. Oh, the cap of the ribeye, the best part. Got to just twine it up, grill it up. Oh, it's going to be good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm contemplating baking a potato in the oven, but that just takes too goddamn long. Microwave does a fine job. Uh, Bradley says, good morning from the golf course, 75 degrees in February in Virginia. That might piss off Greta, but I love it. Well, good, Bradley. Go out there and enjoy your 18 holes, my friend. Swoosh says, uh, morning ass family and happy Pump day. How dare you in my most <laughs> incredulous voice. Uh, the good Darren says, good morning ass family. Derek, Derek, what are you up to, my friend? Becca, Becca. Uh, says, good morning ass family and happy uh, Pump day. There we go. Uh, House of Pain says, happy hump day ass family. Cowboys Girl says, good morning ass family and happy Pump day. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, wow. Look at here. We got, uh, wait, where, where did I put her new one? Her new one is here. Uh, for Hot Mama. Fuck your mama. Yeah, because fuck your mama, because we got Hot Mama. Fuck your mama. Good morning, ass. Sanchez family says, yo, Hangtown Jen. Oh, my God. Where, oh, where have you been, Hangtown Jen? She says, good morning, ass. Happy hump day. Missed y'all, bitches. Well, we did, too, because we haven't had the poop word of the day. And now, here is your poop word of the day. Instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, say you're going to go throw a load in. There you go. See, we have we have to continue to learn, Jen. Come on. Now, Douglas says happy. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Uh, let's see. I'm waiting for the weather. It's coming. Will it snow and sack? Probably not. Ogre says, buenos dias. Longhorn Wiener Dad. Good morning, my brother and ass family. It's my Friday and OU still sucks. Off to work ass and good morning, Mr. Corky. And Battleborn says, happy hump day ass family. All right. We have lots to get to today, including the media lying to your face again. But before we get to Oh, we got listener mail today. Uh, another one of my social media posts. Um, I, I might be receiving a very special award later today. I, I'll tell you what it is later uh, after the release of the brand new updated Ask Arnie song. Da, 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 da. You got to wait for mail. It, it, amazing. But yesterday, as I got off the show, and, and it really did hit me all of a sudden at once. I tell my coworkers I'm going to go drop a Biden. Um, I started to think just a little bit about it, and all of a sudden it hit me. Now, I told y'all I'm going to have to strap in for this one because I'm really... You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Well, let's see, the way I, I wrote this out, I, I was telling somebody about this, and uh, let me see how I wrote it here. I, I had the epiphany that I figured out why today's youth is acting the way it is. And by the way, today's youth, I don't mean the, the teenagers. I mean everybody who's under my age that was raised by people my age. You see, my, my generation did a terrible disservice, and I apologize on behalf of my generation, Generation X, the greatest generation except for raising kids. I think we, can, we, we need to start doing that. Generation X, the greatest generation, dot, 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 except for raising kids. I tell a story all the time on the show about what what gives me my hard bark, if you will. Yes, I oh, my feelings can still get hurt. Oh, absolutely, but I usually keep it to myself, and I don't try to close down a Fortune 500 business by doing so, but that's a whole different story. Went back to I was eight years old when I, I came running home, and I told my dad kids were making fun of me, and they called me fat. <clears throat> We had parents back in the day that would tell you the truth, no matter how old you were, and no matter how bad the truth hurt, because it was simply the truth. Now, back when I was being raised, and I did have older parents, 
But they all had this one thing in common, that they were there to help guide their children, meaning they would tell you the truth and then ways that you could get uh, uh, around it. When my dad says, Arnie, you are fat. Now, you can either use that and never let anybody hurt you with it again, make fun of it yourself, or you can lose the weight. Now, I tried. I I did try to lose weight. I've always tried to lose weight in my life. I've never wanted to be the super-duper fat guy. I was always like the secondary fat guy when it was at school. Never the fattest guy, but I was up there. And nobody ever hurt me with the, the fat comments. But at least my dad told me the truth. And then gave me options. Well, the next generation didn't get that. Uh, Because we're Gen X's, rebelled against the system and won. Now the kids had petticoats by what we accomplished, privileged. Well, so what happened is, is that my generation, they didn't like that. Look, look, we toughened up. We had to learn how to be fucking tough on our own. Because most of the time our parents were working. We were latchkey kids. We had to fucking learn how to cook by ourselves. We had to do all this kind of stuff by ourselves. We vow, oh, our kids will never have to do that. Our kids. Because you always want to raise a generation better than you were raised. And then a lot, I think a lot of Gen Xers were trying to figure out, well, we were raised pretty well. How are we going to do a better job? I know. Oh, I know. Let's not hurt their feelings. And this is where it starts. These young people that are in their 20s or 30s today that are out barking at people instead of saying their words, they're out thinking that they need to cut their genitalia off and do all this kind of other stuff. Their feelings never got hurt as kids. Do you want to know why? And I'm going to tell you why. and, And I'm going to right some wrongs here. And it's not going to be a popular take. You were lied to. You cannot do anything that you want to. I know as a kid you were told you can do anything you want to do. Well, I, I let me be the first one to, to, to let you in on the ugly truth. Now, I imagine myself looking back on myself as a kid saying, Dad, I want to do anything I want to do. My dad would look at me and go, you can't run a fucking mile. My dad would let me know what my limitations were. And my generation didn't do that. They patted their children on the head and said, absolutely, you can do anything you want. Our our parents raised us in the Cold War. We were going to give me Red Dawn for real, yeah? Let's go back to carburetors, manual transmissions, and cursive writing. We could literally cripple 90% of society. You're right. Uh, Today's parents lie to their kids. Little Billy the midget wants to play in the NBA. You can't tell little Billy no. No, you can't. And here's the thing. My day, little Billy, that's a great point there because people like Spud Webb lived in my growing up era. Spud Webb was about five foot six and won the NBA slam dunk contest. And there are a lot of people that said, Spud Webb, you'll never play in the NBA. They told him the truth. 
and he decided to change that. How come we don't see any more five foot six players in the NBA? I mean, there are got to be five foot six players out there that can hoop, that can ball. But the problem is, is that they were lied to and they said, oh, absolutely, you can make it. And they went out there thinking that they had accomplished something by mommy telling them they had made it. Uh, there was a family guy bit with an armless baseball fielder who has a batting average of 0-0-0 and has never caught a grounder, yet he's still on the team. One of my greatest parenting skills is the ability to tell my children the truth, no matter how hard it may be to hear. I do them no justice by softening life with half-truths and lies. Life is ugly and it hurts, but the only way to conquer it is with truth of your own to who you are. Telling them lies about their abilities would only hurt them. And that is exactly what has happened. I'm not saying every kid raised by a Gen Xer is this way. There are a lot of people that did get it right. But those who got it wrong passed it down to their kids who intended to, who, who got it wrong even worse and are responsible for the kids that are in college today. Let me tell you something, female golfer out there. You'll never be as good as a male golfer. The end. I hate to tell you the truth. Now, that is not saying you're not better than men at golf. I was lucky in my radio career to get to play a lot of golf, mainly for free. And I got to play with a lot of great people. I got to play with people who played on the PGA Tour, the Senior Tour, the LPGA Tour, and mainly a lot of club professionals. And there's a gigantic difference between a golf pro and a pro golfer. Pro golfers, they make everything because they play for money. Golf pros are there to help the game, to move the game on, and to be the head pro at a golf course. Now, I've played with a lot of those guys, and those guys are no, they are not shabby whatsoever. They have to be good golfers to do that. And in my thousands of rounds of golf with guys like that, I only beat those guys maybe once. And it was because my buddy Clint was so drunk on the golf course that he missed a, a three-foot you know, birdie putt, and I made it, and I beat him by a shot. And I never let him live it down. I never beat him again. Because, you see, he's trained his entire life, his entire career to be a golf professional. I had a good friend named Erica Wyckoff, who I've played a lot of golf with. She was on the LPGA Tour. She's an all, she was an All-American at Indiana. Uh, I think she's about to become Indiana's golf coach. She could play. Never beat her. Because she was a professional golfer. Now, here's the difference. My buddy John, who was a, a, a golf pro, he would wipe the floor with her. And it was because he was that much better. He was trained that much better. Now, that doesn't mean she wasn't good at it. I don't know when this big eraser happened or this big thing happened that said it was not okay to be the world's best female enter thing here. When the youth were told, you can be the greatest golfer in the world, and you're a female. Well, that was a lie. It can never happen. 
Now, can you be the best doctor in the world? Yes. If you try hard enough. I, I imagine if you train for it, yes. But let, let, I, I want to stick with the golf thing here. What's wrong with being the best female golfer in the world? And you see, what happened was, is when we lied to them, telling them you could be the best golfer in the world, well, that got pushed down to another generation saying, now you, a little boy, can be a mommy. And we have this utter belief system. And the reason why kids are so mad today and angry and I see all this stuff is because they figured it out that the people that they trusted the most, and year after year you get survey after survey after survey after survey of kids listen to their parents the most. It may not seem like it, but that's survey after survey after survey. They listen to you. And they, when, you, when you tell them, oh, you can be a mommy now. No, you can't. If my son ever came to me, if I had a son, and he says, well, I'm going to be a girl, I'm going to be like, no, you're not. not, not uh, until you're 18, no, you're not. You're a boy. See, we, we, we got out of telling kids no. And these kids are mad because they figured it out. They figured out, I can't do this. I can't do that. The people that I trusted the most lied to me. And this isn't them lying to be mean. This is lying to save their little feelings. But it turns out to be cruel later on in life. <laughs> I thought Oshu had him. Today's kids are also being told if you're not the best male golfer, you can be the best female golfer. Just tell them you feel like a woman. Goddamn Shania Twain songs. We were raised to not have emotions, and our parents beat the fuck out of us in public. We didn't want our kids to go through what we did. I think the first half of Gen X found balance. The second half, or more near millennials, just catered to the kids' feelings. And that caused these issues we see now. Swoosh, I couldn't agree with you more. Hey, uh, happy hump day to you, Cobra Chick. I hope that you're doing well today. But when, I, when, it, when, I, when all this hit me yesterday, because that's all we simply need to do. I'm not telling girls they can't play golf. I'm not telling people they can't do things. Well, I am telling people they can't do things. Let me, let me take that back. You women can be the best. There's nothing wrong. It, and, and I'm not saying this condescendingly. I'm not trying to be flip about it. There is absolutely nothing wrong with being the world's best whatever. There's nothing wrong with it. Now, you might be the best woman in the world, but if you played against the best man in the world, would you beat him? And the answer is no. Serena Williams would never beat Roger Federer. How many R's does that guy have at the end of his name? She wouldn't. She's the greatest female tennis player of all time. 
She might have a problem against Martina Navratilova, but that's a whole different story. I mean, Martina might give Roger Federer a a run because we ain't sure about that plumbing. It's not just the parents. Every day we see stories about teachers enabling kids and hiding things from parents. House of Pain, you're absolutely right. See, this is what it spiraled into. It started off with just the parents and then the teachers and, and, well, we don't want kids to feel bad, so guess what? We're going to get rid of grades. Remember when they did that? I do. I was in my, I think I was in my early 30s when we first did the story about schools getting rid of grades, which meant that would have been people my age having children whose kids are in school now. They got rid of grades. Why? Because they didn't want kids to feel bad. More recently, in the last four or five years, we've gotten rid of valedictorians and salutatorians. Why? Because they didn't want the dumb kids in the class to feel bad. Well, as one of those dumb kids in the class, I didn't feel anything towards our valedictorian or salutatorian, except it was a long-winded speech that she stole from Dead Poet Society anyway. Carpe diem. Wow, way to go. Way to go out on a limb and steal that right from the fucking movie it came out the year we graduated. Do you know what I felt bad about? I felt bad sitting in the fucking graduating fucking class and having to wait until I got to go drink beer. And by the way, by the way, look what you did. Look what you did to those smart kids. Those smart kids gave up their entire high school career. Now, I'll tell you this right now. I know there aren't many people that say, I I loved high school. I had so much fun in high school. I had so many good times in high school. If I knew what I now knew now and I could go back then, I would definitely do it again. I don't want to go back as a dumb high schooler. I want to do 21 Jump Street shit. But, uh, But I didn't care about the smart kids. You know who cares? It's mom and dad. And do you know why they care? They don't care because the kid's feelings might get hurt. It's because their kid didn't get rewarded. So if their kid didn't get rewarded, no kid's going to get rewarded. Because I agree with what Swoosh said. I think that that's the second half of the Generation X, the everybody gets a trophy, nobody fails, We do not hold anybody in high esteem anymore because that's wrong. Well, that is unless you're black or unless you're a transgender person. Then we're going to hold you in the highest regard. Huh? I mean, if you try to follow it, you'll get a headache. Well, we can't hold anybody up. But, well, we have to hold up these certain groups. I, I just look back, and all the canceling and all the hate that we've done, I found this video, and I found this to be one of the most interesting videos I've ever seen. This is actor Don Cheadle, you know, from uh, the Iron Man movies. Good old Don Cheadle. One black Americans find out they are not Native Chickasaw Americans Nation or indigenous to America. This document is an official enrollment card for the Chickasaw Freedmen. 
the former slaves owned by the Chickasaw Nation. Owned by what? the Chickasaw Nation. Owned by the Chickasaw Nation. What? Your ancestors were enslaved by Native Americans. Here's your... That's all I need to play. Now, I would find the nearest Chickasaw Nation casino to go to if I were Don Cheadle. And I would say, I have the paperwork. Here you go. Where are my reparations? Hmm. Isn't that interesting that Native Americans, now I'm going to blow your mind. And I think a lot of you already know this because a lot of you are smarter than me. Psst. You know black people had slaves too? I know, it's crazy. In America. Sawyer's dad says, I found out this week, I told Sawyer if he pissed off his uh, project and got an F, he'd be grounded. And I was told, Dad, we don't do letters anymore. Today's public teachers are on a mission to say our parent, your parents don't control what we can do or whatever we want with you, and you don't need your parents' permission. They will have to live with your decision. <laughs> well, um, they wouldn't have enslaved black people if it weren't for those dastardly mustache-twirling white people because slavery, murder, genocide, and general violence didn't exist before white people. No, 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 no. Those warring Indian nations. <laughs> they never shed any blood. It wasn't until the honkies came here. All I'm saying is that the reason why, and, and, and the only reason why this epiphany means anything to me is now at least I know where they're coming from. They're, they're, they're still 100% wrong in everything they stand for, thinking that men can become women and women can become men. They're still 100% wrong on that, and I'll tell them that, they're, that, that they're totally wrong. But at least now I know why they're so angry. They're angry because the most trusted people in their lives, their parents, lied to them. Told them they could be whatever they wanted to be and never changed. They lied to them by allowing them to get, and by the way, this is a huge lie. They lied to them by allowing them to accept trophies for participating in sports. Nobody earned that trophy. And what happens? You get a bunch of kids who think they, they're going to make the football team, and they don't, and then they go into this dark depression. No, I didn't make the football team. I mean, teenagers are moody fucks anyway, and now you've given them more ammunition? Uh, are we forgetting it was the Spanish that enslaved everyone from Mexico to Canada when they came here first? White people just went with the status quo. Where'd the term honkies come from? Or, I, you know, I, you ask, and since this is an educational program, Um, let's see, uh, honky, Wikipedia. Uh, honky, also spelled honky, uh, is a derogatory term used to refer to white people, predominantly heard in the U.S. The first recorded use of honkies in the context in 1946. 
Um, exact origins are unknown. Uh, Hungarian. Honky may be a variant of hunky, which derived from bohunk, a slur for various Slavic and Hungarian Im- immigrants. Honky man also derives from the term zongnop, which in the West African language Wolof means red-eared person. It's well-documented historically accurate fact that when Indians came across uh, Bering Land Bridge tens thousand years ago, they set a huge table, fairly divvied up the lands in Western Hemisphere, reached into a bag and drew lots. Seminoles, oh, you get a swamp lands, Eskimo, you get the snow. But hey, Mohawks, you get forests and rivers. Everyone good? All land settled? Everything peaceful? Yeah. Oh, Aztecs, dude, what are you doing with that knife? Yeah. I was always told the last thing you heard before you were run over. <laughs> All I know is that my car goes honky, honky, honky. Or George Jefferson. I think George Jefferson might have been my first hearing of it. If we're being honest, slaves still exist on countries like Africa and the Middle East, but no need to look over there. No, no, no. Slavery's still going on. I mean, forms of slavery still happen in the world today, even in good old U.S. of A. You don't think that these young girls that are being trafficked sexually are not slaves? They're sex slaves. Still the word slaves involved. They ain't building nothing. They ain't chopping no cotton or tobacco down. But they're still working for the man and not getting paid. Heard it was what blacks called folks who were picking up their women and wouldn't get out of the car, so they'd honk for the black girls to come out. An old St. Louis resident, ah, that might be it. My mom says there's a lot of black people in Africa. Yeah, that is very, very true. All right, that's my epiphany for the day. Now, now we got to get to how the media is lying to you. Now, I don't I'm not the world's biggest fan of Bill O'Reilly. But when I caught this, it really did catch my ear. Um I want you to listen to, to what he says about NBC News and a former senator. This is fairly so President long. President Biden goes to Ukraine and we uh, supported that. All uh, right. And the story was of worldwide interest. Um, but NBC last night allowed this. Go. And if you compare and contrast Donald Trump, Donald Trump was afraid to go af- to Afghanistan. What you're seeing today was the president of the United States showing valid, real, authentic courage to show the rest of the world that the United States was not going anywhere in this battle against war criminals who want to take over a sovereign nation. So on November 28, 2019, not that long ago, President Trump visited Afghanistan. And I don't know whether former Senator McCaskill knows that, but certainly the moderator, Nicole Wallace, should have. All right. By the way, but they're saying no, they're no showing clips now nothing. of Donald Trump so in Afghanistan. Lies Same about network. Trump not going to Afghanistan. And it's startling to me because Trump was pretty flat. That is just an example of how the media is lying to you. Saying, oh, look at look at look at Joe Biden yesterday, and we've got a lot of shit on Joe Biden coming up. Oh, what what a hero he is to go to this war-torn country. Something that that shitbag Donald Trump never did. Well, 
And maybe the senator didn't know, but the news girl knew, or a producer knew, or somebody in the control room knew that Donald Trump did actually go there. And it's their job as journalists to call her out and say, well, former uh, senator asshole, Donald Trump actually went to Afghanistan on Thanksgiving in 2019. You dumb bitch. But I digress, because wait till you hear the first story. Did slaves on plantations sing, I took a dump at work? I do it all the time. I took a dump at work. Got with <laughs> no, they did not sing that. What the fuck did I just hear? He pulled out Kaling Marines, released the merchant of death, the exact opposite of what she said. Um, the reason why I, I wanted to play that story is because there is a new story out today, and the headline is just so delicious. Arkansas police rule suicide in the death of a Clinton aide linked to Jeffrey Epstein. Now, I know this is a story about former special advisor Mark Middleton, who signed Jeffrey Epstein into the White House several times. They ruled his death. A suicide. Now, I, I, I know that's very interesting. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poop. me. Good morning, Alicia. Now, the way this fellow died, it's a suicide. He was found shot and hanging from a tree with an electrical cord around his neck, despite no sign of a weapon. I'm not kidding. The sheriff's report into Mark Middleton's death raises more questions than answers as it rules he died by suicide despite no sign of the shotgun that shot him. Uh, he was found last May at uh, Heifer Ranch in Perryville, Arkansas. And the media is going along with this. Well, he died of suicide. He did two methods because he wanted to make sure it really worked, worked. <laughs> um, Trump did go to Afghanistan and negotiated with the Taliban on withdrawal with conditions that Biden shit away and blamed Trump. 13 soldiers died because of Biden's incompetence. Trump didn't need to go to Ukraine because Russia didn't have the balls to try this under Trump. Well, and that was the thing. And, and I put up a picture yesterday and I say, I'd like to see how this is ruled misinformation because, you know, a couple weeks ago I put that picture up of Joe Biden with the pants on backwards. I didn't really think that was real, but I thought it was really funny. And Facebook actually did put misinformation on that. So I put up the picture that was going around yesterday that showed Joe Biden when he was attending the, um, the removing of the caskets of the 13 Marines that were murdered in Afghanistan. As he looked at his watch to see how long he had been there in front of the 13 families 
And then it showed a picture of Joe Biden two days ago on President's Day when he was in Ukraine and he was paying such reverence to the fallen Ukraine soldiers. Now, Joe Biden did a couple other things, too. Um, let's see. Is this the one? This is what he had to say yesterday. If it plays. All across United in our resolve as well. All across my country and big cities and small towns, Ukrainian flags fly from American homes. Over the past year, Democrats and Republicans in our United States Congress have come together to stand for freedom. That's united in our resolve. Um, I don't know about you. Uh, I live in a neighborhood, and I ain't seen one fucking Ukrainian flag up. I think I saw one in Dallas. That wonderful virtue signaling that's going on. Oh, remember, that, 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 that's a country where being gay is illegal. But we're the ones who have no tolerance. Remember that. <clears throat> um, other things that, that, that Mr. Biden... Now, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out um, if Joe Biden was the one that fell off of Air Force One. Trump went to North Korea. Yes, he did. Trump got bodies back from North Korea. Trump got bodies back from the Korean War that had been there since the, the 50s. Look, look, the world, today, it, it might have been Putin's plan to invade Ukraine the entire time. Then why didn't he do it during Trump? What reminds me of the Family Guy episode where Stewie kills a new Brian, throws him in the trash, and leaves a suicide note that says, that's why I shot myself, cut myself, and put myself in the trash. They're all over Sacramento. It's ridiculous. He meant Dems and Republicans came together to launder money. Yes. Now, a couple nights ago, see, Joe Biden went to Ukraine to meet with, uh, what's his name, Zelensky? I, 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 I'm, I don't care about his name. I really don't. Um, but this was the night before. This was the night that that happened in Ohio, in East Palestine, Ohio, with the mayor, big old fat dude. He has to prove himself to you. And, and mayor, before we let you go, you saw President Joe Biden over in Ukraine uh, did that make you feel uh, slighted in any way? I mean, he hasn't really. Can he not hear me? I got well, you, Trent. He let, asked, let me... to, uh, you know, before we go, I, I can repeat. He said, with the president being in U Ukraine today, you know, did that surprise you? Absolutely. That was the biggest slap in the face. That tells you right now he doesn't care about us. So agreed. Uh, he can send every agency he wants to, but. Uh, I found that out this morning in one of the briefings that he was in the Ukraine giving millions of dollars away to people over there and not to us, and I'm furious. On so, President's Day in our yeah, country. Yeah, President's Day in our country. He's he's uh, over in Ukraine, so that tells you what kind of guy he is. That's a middle of America guy right there. That's a guy who wants to do what's best for his town, for his family. And he wants, you know what, he just wants a presidential hug. His town has been fucking turned upside down. Have you seen the pictures of East Palestine? They they might come out and say the water's okay and the air's okay. But you got fucking railroad cars in people's backyards.
That ain't normal. And that shit is going to seep into the ground. Hello. Uh, I found it interesting. The only Ukraine flag I saw while vacationing in Mexico was in San Miguel de Allende, uh, their version of Beverly Hills. Did East Palestine vote red or blue? Well, I, I, you know, I think Ohio went red, so that might be why he's not there. And I tell you what, the longer he doesn't show up there, the more he cannot count on Ohio as a swing state for him or the Democrats. He was building up his war chest, $80 billion. Well, let me ask you this then, Christopher. If Donald Trump had won the 2020 election, do you think Vladimir Putin would have invaded Ukraine? Flat out, I'll ask you. Do you think that North Korea would be continuing with ballistic weapons tests that are flying over the Gulf of Japan if Donald Trump won the 2020 election? Absolutely. You think that Vladimir Putin would have done that with Donald Trump on watch? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought, look, if you want to believe that, Christopher, more power to you. There is no way in hell. North Korea, probably not. North Korea would be no, and Vladimir Putin would have not done that. I'm, I'm, I'm just, look, look. Like it or not, America is viewed as the weakest we've ever been. And I, I kid, I kid and joke by saying, because we don't know what bathrooms to go to, because it's true. Of course he would have. Donald Trump wouldn't have helped Ukraine. No, but he would have stopped Vladimir Putin. I'm all for helping Ukraine and hate Trump, well known. That being said, I don't believe for a minute Putin would have invaded in the same fashion as he did under Biden. He might have moved troops to the border annex, but Trump would have stepped in and used his relationship with Putin to prevent it. How? We're the United States of America. How? How do we stop it? You don't really want me to answer that, do you? How do we stop it? We send in the greatest killing force known to mankind. It's called the United States military. Fuck around and find out. We are, I, I'm on, I gotta, I gotta be honest with everybody. I am totally surprised that we have not had a terrorist attack on American soil in so long especially with the way we are now. We're fighting over the fact that we want to allow troops to have sex change operations while in the military. That's not why they're there. Do you know why the military's in place? And it's not to, to move in regime governments and do moving systems, what we turned them into. The military has one job, protect America. And they do by lethal force. They are the greatest trained killing force in human humankind. 
I don't know if it's coming. I don't think it is. I, I, look, look, I've gotten to the point where I just fucking scratch my head now, and I just go, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for eternity to start, honestly. I can yell till I'm blue in the face. I can scream. I, I, I can do all this stuff. But I, I, will, I will go to my deathbed saying Vladimir Putin would have never invaded Ukraine if Donald Trump was president. We're going to fuck around and find out. Are you kidding me? You guys have been yelling at me for a fucking year about you. USA need to stay the fuck out of Ukraine. Now when Donnie is president, you're gung-ho about Ukraine. What the fuck? I'm gung-ho if they invaded. Hey, it, 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 look, look. You wouldn't have done that with Donald Trump, and everybody would have been against Donald Trump for invading it, but good old Ukraine would have been safe. So which one is it? Are you kidding me, Christopher? Do you want Ukraine to be a victim and the United States to keep paying for its victims? Or do you want Vladimir Putin, since you believe that he would have invaded under Donald Trump, and Donald Trump tell him no and he invaded? Are you kidding me? Am I agreeing with the fact that he should go in there? No, because it ain't our fucking fight. But people will not fuck with America. When did they invade during Donald Trump's time? When? It, am I missing something? It, did, did, I, did I have an aneurysm? When did they invade when Donald Trump was there? I'll wait. I, I, I need the time. I need where. I need the instance. Um, did Russia invade Ukraine during Donald Trump's presidency? No. No. Uh, Trump would have made deals possibly fucking over other people in important countries. Guess I understand they invaded in real life. I, I, I understand that. But see, we, we live in a world where, I hell, I wanted to go over there right when they did. Fuck them. But we don't have a leader that will do that. So instead of sending America over to fucking put an end to it, we're going to send them money. We're going to send them all this shit. And we're going to leave our people fucking dying in the streets when we have a capable military of covering that. And see, if we had an actual leader who had a set of testicles, this would have never happened. You can't tell me that it would have happened with Donald Trump. I'm sorry, you just can't. Um, Trump had the Reagan plan peace and through strength, give Ukraine the weapons and let them detour themselves. Trump gave them tools to stop Russia from the invasion. And by the way, by the way, when people start dying off in East Palestine, Ohio, because of the chemicals, just remember that your president was walking hand in hand. Yes, they were holding hands because that's a weird tradition over in Eastern Europe. They were walking hand in hand together and paying reverence to fallen troops of the Ukraine while he couldn't be bothered to spend 15 minutes with the fallen fucking soldiers of America. But yeah, I, I, I believe that, that people are, are, are not messing with us because Biden's here. 
By the way, uh, I, I'd like to point out that, that that over the years, there's only been like two Republican presidents, two or three, that have taken us into war. I mean, there was Abraham Lincoln who 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 started the war of Northern aggression, and then you you, you had a uh, good old W who went who went and did the, you know Afghanistan because he was mad about his daddy, but it's always Democrats that start wars. Just pointing that out, and it seems like we're being pushed towards war a lot here. Um, let's see, in starting possible nuclear war, the question was if Donnie was president instead of Poppy Joe, would Russia invade it? I say yes, it would have. And Russia probably would have won in two weeks like he thought they would have. No, they wouldn't have invaded. Trump also had uh, Russia screwed by poor drilling and oil resources here, the same plan Reagan had. Well, let's not bring that up. Now, let's just not bring that up, that we were energy independent under Donald Trump, and then we had to go and fucking buy oil from Russia. And then, and then when they got mad because, we see, you see, see, that's what happens. You see, when we need something from them, we can't force them to do a lot of shit. When we need oil from them. Well, we went to fucking OPEC. We, we begged the Saudis, please make more oil because, you see, we have to stop drilling because we're going to save the entire fucking planet. But, hey, it's okay. Like I said, more than half my life's over. I'm not going to get to see the ruin of this country any more than it already has. I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying watching it fall to pieces. What about that? The, the Fiddlers of Rome? That, I know it's like the Titanic where the band was the last thing going down. Yeah, I'm waiting. I just hope it's somebody good playing. I just hope it ain't somebody like Rihanna because that fucking halftime show was terrible. Mm-mm-mm. By the way, um, um, do you think, okay, okay, because uh, I'm not going to let this go because I'm, I'm a little fired up right now. Did you see what Vladimir Putin did yesterday? Vladimir Putin issues nuclear warning to the U.S., threatens to resume weapon, weapons tests. Russian President Vladimir Putin says he would be suspending Russia's participating in strategic arm reductions treaties with the U.S. How many times were we threatened? 2016-2020 with nuclear war. I think this is the second or third time a country has threatened us with nuclear war. I mean, China was out there, and now Vladimir Putin's doing it. Where's Joe? Where's the response? Oh, you fell off the back of Air Force One. Okay. Interesting. It's the story of Emperor Nero fiddling uh, while Rome burned. The fire started to clear out the old neighborhoods and build his grand palace. Yes. But, hey, hey, don't don't worry about that. Don't worry about it because that would have happened no matter what. Vladimir Putin would be threatening us with the Cold War again. Now, now there was a response yesterday. I, I have to be fair. Joe Biden challenged President Russian, uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin to end the war against Ukraine, 
and warned that the U.S. and its allies around the world will continue to support Ukraine and push for new sanctions on the Kremlin. I did not hear that the bomb failed to explode. Sounds like something that would have happened in China. Um, do, do you want do you, this? Is, this is my opinion. This is just me. We should have ended Russia a long, long time ago. And you know what? We thought we did. When Ronald Reagan came out and said, tear down that wall, and, and, and Rocky, Rocky IV came out, and we ended communism with Rocky IV. I mean, he beat, he, he, he beat Ivan Drago, just beat him to a pulp. By the way, tomorrow on the show, we got Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, not a lot of sports to talk about. He's got a lot of cool things that he wants to bring to the show, but we are going to break down, and we are going to rank the Rocky movies in the proper order. Yeah, I, I think that's important, especially since we're doing this Cold War talk here. And it, Rocky did end, Rocky and Ronald Reagan ended communism in the 80s. Trump had Putin on the ropes with the oil at its lowest cost in years. Keystone was going to push that further. North, uh, North Stream was not built. Uh, Biden stopped day one. Mm-hmm. I thought it happened in Korea with the bomb fail. Was it, was it Korea or was it Russia? I, I'm not sure which one it was. Doesn't surprise me. Here's what I thought should have happened. Now, now this is me as a leader. Let's say President States was in there. And I don't think there are going to be a lot of countries that fuck with President States. I mean, he has the last name of the United States. That's pretty bad motherfucker right there. So Vladimir Putin calls me on the old red phone, says, da, you know, and his translator gets on and says, look, I'm fixing to go invade Ukraine. I'll be like, no, you're not. Why are you doing that? Oh, you want this, that, and the other? Well, you ain't going to do that. Why not? Well, if you do, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. See, this whole fucking, going back to the epiphany I had, we need to stop sugarcoating language. That's what should have happened. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Instead of sending millions and millions of dollars and billions of dollars to the Ukraine, and allowing this war to go on for a year, and by the way, since it's doing nothing but paying into the Ukrainian retirement fund, there's going to be a, a lot needed to be looked into after this is all said and done, by the way. And the good news for Joe is that it'll probably happen in about five years to look into this, kind of like the Iran-Contras. And Joe Biden in five years will probably be dead from dementia. So he'll never have to spend a moment in a fucking military tribunal. For all the money laundering and the crypto and all that shit. By the way, do you know why the crypto guy is still alive? Somebody's keeping him alive. That motherfucker stole from cartels. Millions of dollars. Hell, if you steal a pound of product from them, they cut your face off and sew it onto a fucking soccer ball. What do you think they're going to do when you stole millions of dollars from them? 
but somebody is keeping him alive. So, uh, President states in there, I'm woken up early. Hey, uh, uh, Putin invaded uh, Ukraine. Okay, well, uh, call the cavalry. Let's go. Let's take care of this. Uh, I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get it done. If I had the power that Joe Biden had when he was first in office, and this happened, this is why I, I'm not a fan of his because he has no balls. You have a Congress that's behind you that would have supported you in an act of war. By the way, what's better for the United States fucking, um, uh, oh, God damn it. Um, I can't think of the word now because I was going so fast there. Um, economy. What's the best thing to happen to an economy? A war. It's the best thing for the economy. We've seen it play out time after time. How about we go and stop Russia for the final fucking time? Hmm? But see, what I'm mad about, Christopher, about sending the billions of dollars and all of our equipment and all that shit. Why didn't we just fucking handle it? Why didn't we just go over there and handle it? He had a Congress in place that would have fucking voted for war. All the military contracts, all the money that would have been involved. But no, we're just going to send them stuff and sit. I don't understand that. Oh, because it might make China mad. Okay. Well, we'll have to deal with China when, when, when China has to be dealt with. China's been keeping kind of quiet lately. I mean, they're upset with us at the balloons and things like that. But once again... China kept their nose pretty clean between 2016 and 2020. Just saying. Uh, let's also, let's not forget that Top Gun stopped Russia also. Very true. Very, very true. Gave him the finger. And I'm in here no way saying that I am supporting Donald Trump in the 2024 election. If he is nominated, if he's a nominee, I will vote for him. I think the country needs to move on. I think we learned a lot with the lack of red wave and the Trump supporters. I think the people are, are, are ready to move on. But I tell you what, don't give them a chance. We're at the point where we're sending equipment that we don't uh, have because we left billions of equipment in Afghanistan. And a lot of people think that some of that equipment has been sold to either the Russians or to the uh, Ukrainians. If it's sold to the Russians, by the way, uh, my, my, my idea that, oh, shit, our own shit's being used against us if we ever get involved. I will be right about that. And then when the Ukraine, when the Ukraine finally wins this war, because Vladimir Putin's going to end up probably dying. When the Ukraine ends up winning this war and then they decide that they're going to go invade Russia, well, then we'll have another problem on our hands. I'm mad because the people of the U.S. never had a voice in whether the money and equipment were sent. Yeah, I'm just saying you guys have, uh, can't have it both ways. When there's a president you don't like, you're all, fuck Ukraine. Who cares about Ukraine? Didn't I just clear it up? I, I look, look, I didn't say fuck Ukraine. Joe Biden said fuck Ukraine. 
If you wanted Ukraine to be safe, you would have sent American soldiers over there. Don't, don't, don't even try. Sending our equipment over there, that's fantastic. You know, that's like when you're, you're expecting somebody great at your birthday party and they send their assistant. That's what we did. Um, then when there's a hypothetical president you like in office, oh, America has a big dick, Putin's going to be running scared, let's go to war with Russia, rah, 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 USA, it's silly. It's silly. It's silly to think that if we had a strong leader in office that we wouldn't, we would have, we wouldn't have stood up to Russia. Boy, Russia, I, I tell you what, Christopher, you're on a fucking reservation today. Uh, I, I'll just say that. Uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. I, I'm just going to move on because I'm afraid I, I'm going to hurt your feelings. Um, by the way, uh, Swami is running for president. Uh, the anti-woke warrior Vivek Ramaswamy officially announced he's running for president, joins the Republican field. By the way, this is what you guys should be scared about with Donald Trump. The more people the more people that run for president on the Republican side means the less percentage that Donald Trump has to get to be the Republican candidate. A strong leader who has no love for Ukraine, fuck my feelings. So, so Christopher, you don't think that, that it, okay, so in, in your, your little imaginary world where people were going to fuck with Donald Trump and America at that time, when we were energy independent, when we didn't need anything from any other countries, when we could look at those countries and go fuck off, you think that he would have allowed Vladimir Putin to invade Russia? I would imagine that you would have you would have let him invade Russia and then it would have gone on because remember remember it was going to go all through Europe. I think that Donald Trump would have allowed that. Okay. Okay. By the way, I'm surprised it hasn't happened with with Joe Biden. You mean self-serving politicians and business people are more concerned about running, becoming more visible, and enriching their stock than they are considering behind a grand scheme? Selfishness in America, you say, no, yeah. And that's what's going to happen. This Ramaswamy guy with fucking what's-her-name who, who announced it last week, the chick from South Carolina, you know DeSantis is going to be in there. You know Trump's there. There's four people. You know, a couple of these congressmen and senators are going to throw their names in there and they're going to run. It's the opposite of what we did in real life. Isn't that what we assume he would have done? Well, first of all, you're going to have to tell me, Christopher, when Ukraine was invaded during Trump's watch because you keep bringing something like that up. Who didn't we help out when, I, I, I mean, like, just look at our country since, since January 21st, 2021. 
We've had over a million illegal border crossings this year alone. And today is February the 22nd. What I'm talking about is weak leadership leads to bad things happening around the world. Do you think that America is a superpower right now? We have the capability of it, but we sure as fuck don't have the fucking battery for it, and the battery is the leadership. Hey, Rise, good morning to you. I know that we can't play in a world where, you know, Donald Trump's president and Ukraine gets invaded, but it didn't happen. Gas prices, inflation, open border, crime out of control, fentanyl deaths. What was it, last week that I did a report that there was enough fentanyl caught in a seizure recently that would have killed the population of America five times over, yet nothing is being done at our borders? Here's my question to the federal government right now. What are you doing? What are you doing right now? The federal government only has one job. It's stated in the Constitution. One job. That's to protect the citizens of the United States of America. We have congresspeople in this country that want to allow people that are not citizens of this country to be able to vote in elections here. There's such a thing as a melting pot, and there's such a thing as a stupid pot. And right now, we're all swimming in the big stupid pot. Russia invaded Ukraine. Because America is weak due to its leadership. We're more worried about kids and their genders than we are about the economy. We're more worried about the fucking bathrooms being used than we are veterans who are living on the streets. We're more worried about a country in Eastern Europe than we are our own people. By the way, another train derailment happened yesterday. Have you noticed all of the big fires that have been happening a lot recently? I can't wait to hear your theory about border crossings. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. This ought to be a doozy. Uh, Where did that border, uh, let's see, remember we had that one in Detroit last week, and then this one derailed in the Midwest in uh, Gothenburg, Nebraska. Pete Buttigieg, uh, oh, well, that's nice, he's planned a visit to Ohio soon. Well, that's great, Pete, way to get there, buddy. You're only about three weeks late. Ukraine equals grain. That affects uh, the wheat prices. Was anyone here uh, helping Kuwait? When uh, <laughs> Be honest. No. 
No, look, look, look. When Kuwait got invaded, we went over there. You know why? Because it was oil. Fuck. I mean, ogre, though, with wheat. I mean, with all the celiac disease going on and all the gluten-free people, I figure we'd say, fuck the wheat. We didn't want to help you. Look, Kuwait was a fucking terrible town or terrible country. Still is. We got to see it fucking live in front of us at the World Cup this year. And the only reason that we went there was, A, a pound of flesh for W. Or that wasn't even W. That was, that was Papa Bush. Papa Bush went there to protect oil. Uh, I actually think you might like my theory. As soon as Democratic Party, a bunch of lazy assholes. Okay, got to go. We'll get those kids to school safe, Christopher. Uh, by visit, does he mean rolling down some stairs? <laughs> all, uh, all that was in Putin's speech yesterday you should listen to translation in English. Okay. In all truth, Ukraine is the world's breadbasket. It falls and Russia controls it. Be ready to pay more for wheat and other food in a cascading fashion. Just It's just as necessary as oil. We have our own wheat, and it's all shit. Most countries won't import ours. All right. Well, there you go. Hey, if we're fighting for wheat, then I understand what... Then... Okay. But wait a second. If we're fighting for wheat, and it is important as oil, I agree it is. I, fuck yeah. Um... Then why are our troops not there? Hey, I'm all in favor of a good fight. If it's USA against Russia, hey, I, I was born during the I lived during the Cold War. I'm ready to whoop some Ruski ass again. I think the the I think the biggest part is is I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed as an American that we've let that happen. We Russia invades Ukraine. I don't really give a fuck because I don't live there. And we're told all these times, oh, it's bad to go and fight for oil. Oh, we're going to go fight for oil. Well, if we're fighting for food, I think that's pretty important too. So why are our troops not there? Because going against a banana republic or some camel-dropping dictatorship is one thing. A full-on war with another major nuclear power is just stupid. Not when their military is not near what they used to be. Biolabs, biolabs, nuclear pants. The U.S. has shit on their deal they had. And I think Russia's tired of it. We got a little close this time. We'll continue to get closer and closer. And by the way, you're going to see more of this shit. Just wait. I mean, look, you got two more years, a year and a half of it left. At least a year and a half, right? More than that. I think that's the thing. Yeah, I'm ashamed because we used to actually do stuff. We actually, I mean, we used to have balls in this country and we stood for something. Uh, if you've ever watched the show The Newsroom with Jeff Daniels, the very first episode, all you need to watch is the first two minutes of that show. College kid asks him what makes America great. And he talks about all the things that made us great in the past. But we don't do any of that shit anymore. And I tell you what, it's a hard fucking pill to swallow. If you watch that, you, you have to watch it a few times. 
and you have to get out of your own way and go, he's absolutely right. We don't make shit here anymore. We don't develop shit. We're lazy. That's going to come back and bite us. Look, look, it's lazy that we don't look out after our politicians and things like that the way we used to. We're lazy. We got other things to do. We got soccer practice to get to. And I'm not saying soccer practice is bad. We have lives. We've, we've, We've grown comfortable as Americans. I'm in the same boat with you. We aren't our fathers and mothers and grandfathers and grandmothers and great-grandfathers and great-grandmothers who actually did give a shit about the world and other people. I'm a part of this. You're a part of this. We're all a part of this. The me, me, me society. We're all a part of that. Uh, you people are crazy. Ukraine has zero effect on our food supply. Uh, okay, I'll let him say that. I'm not going to say that. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break here. 775-357-FANS is the number. Radio one at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler. Listener mail coming up next. Uh... Disowned a few others and me. I guess it's because I kind of changed my direction. Lord, I guess I went and broke their family tradition. They get on me, want to know, Hank, why do you drink? Hank, why do you roll smoke?
ever leave me alone And now you're sorry You're lonesome and scared And you say you'd be happy If you could just come back home Well here's a quarter Call someone who cares Call someone who listen And might give a damn Maybe one of your sordid affairs But don't you come around here Hand in me none of your lies Here's a quarter Call someone who because it would cost more. As entrenched as we are in our cheap prices, good luck getting people to change. Now, Ogre, let me just say, hold on, let me, let me stop this music. I agree with you 100%. 100% on that. Good luck. And what my, my biggest fear is this, is that instead of changing the way we do things in this country, because it's the right thing to do, because it will put us in the right direction, I'm afraid that it will be the last resort. There'll be a huge difference. I agree with you that prices will go up, things will be like that. But you see, here's the problem with America. I'm a part of it, you're a part of it, we're all a part of it. We've become soft and we've become lazy as people. And I'm not just talking about you know, our egos and things like that. I'm talking about our work ethic in general. Soft and, and, and softer than generations before us, and you can't, you can't disagree with that. And I'm not saying that people don't work hard. But there are far too many, far too many safety nets that are in place. 
unemployment, welfare. People don't learn that if you fuck up and you get fired from a job, guess what? You're going to have to go out and fucking dig ditches and do hard fucking labor. You have all these protections in place. And look, look, I am pissing against the wind here. That if you were to take those away, Americans would go and do those shitty jobs and get paid shitty and only be able to afford that. And then the price would regulate and things would go crazy for a while. And then we'd be back. But the problem is is that there are too many safety nets involved. I, I see a safety net every week when I when I hear stories coming from the, the grocery store down the street. You know they have they have bagger unions. There are unions for the baggers at, at grocery stores. Like if you're a bagger and let's say that you break like fucking 15, 18 things a day, your ass should be fucking fired. But instead, you have to go through the union, you get two or three more tries, and you get all this kind of stuff. I'm not saying that I'm anti-union, because I understand that there are a lot of unions out there that are good, and they do stuff for their people. But I think there are far too many safety nets out there for Americans. And we've all provided it. We've all done it. We're all a part of it. Nobody's above it. Nobody's below it. We're all in this. We don't like to see people hurt. That's the one thing that I will say about America more so than the rest of the world is our compassion is probably greater than a lot of other people's compassion and our empathy. And we don't want to see people down and hurting, and this is why we we hand money to bums on the side of the road. Not me. Sorry, uh, uh, Go out and get a job. Oh, that's too that's too hard for you? Okay. Standing here for nine hours, though, just begging people for money. You can do that. Uh, unions are were a good idea in the beginning. Now it's a money stream to the Democratic Party to a fault sometimes. Yes, oh, I agree. Our, our empathy and our, our compassion is a to a fault sometimes, and it's maddening. But... Like I said, I, that's that's a road that we can go down and we can talk that one out all day long if you want. I'll be happy to. But before we do that, we have to get to listener mail. And we have, oh, man, do we have a doozy to start off with. It is time for listener mail brought to you by our dear friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Let me tell you about the rest, friends. When the rest come over to give you an estimate, you know what they do? They like to go into your refrigerator and steal all your eggs and replace them with peeps. Because nobody likes peeps. People like eggs. They don't like peeps. Then you know what they do? This is what they do. They go out on the egg black market, and they, they mark the eggs way up. And they take that money and they use it to exploit senior citizens with bottom surgeries so they can film it and send it to crazy people overseas. You know who doesn't do that? My friend Jesse at JS Floors. No, sir, Rebob, he does not do that. He doesn't have time for that. He, I don't even know if he likes eggs, for God's sakes. But give him a call at 775-267-4123 if you want the best floors put in of all time. 
Now, I teased y'all with something earlier. Um, I probably will be getting what they call the EGOT after I do this song. Um, the EGOT is, uh, it's the, uh, it's the uh, Emmy, the Grammy, the Oscar, and the Tony. And there aren't a lot of people that, that, that have won that. But after the updated version of this song, I think you will all agree that this, this could surpass the Country Road songs as greatest Ask Arnie song of all time. Oh, wait, hold on. Desert Runner, I don't think that all unions should be outed. I, mean, look, I understand that there are unions out there that are doing a great job. I do understand that. I think there are just too many. But like I said, something we can talk about at another time. We have hits to do. And now it's time to ask. Ask me a question. I'm fat. Really, really fat. I look like a goddamn building. I eat and eat and eat. I like each and everything on the buffet. You ask me now, or I'll fuck a cow. And a Sunday Regrets He's had a few You know the one Called Satana She was a bitch A fucking slut Some even call Her a cunt but ask me right now, oh, oh, oh I will fuck a cow. And again, go out and eat some fried chicken. Yes, there were times you know I knew.
You did all that. You didn't win. And may I say, hey, oh, I'm here. And I'm not going any fucking way. Thank you so much. That right there, I, I mean, that, that, that that's the greatest thing that's ever played on this show. Man, oh, man. Uh, work shit, have a good day, Ogre. Uh, you sure uh, miss me when the bonus checks come out? This is goddamn Grammy Colomer. <laughs> Throwing my panties at the stage, thank you. Uh, Scott says legendary, appreciate that. That will be the new version of My Way from now on, which was, by the way, one of my dad's favorite songs all right it is time once again now for listener mail uh we got to help somebody out so oh what a beautiful morning welcome to mail call all right scumbag pay attention it's time for mail call okay now what the fuck do you want this is from gina or it could be gina i'm not sure pronunciations are weird it says dear arnie i was hoping that you could give me some advice or just cheer me up okay You see, I just lost my mom to cancer a few weeks ago, and I didn't think it would hit me as hard as it has. Everywhere I look, I see her, and there are times that I just break down. My friends tell me it's normal, but it doesn't feel that way. I know how close you and your dad were, and I hope that my mom and I were as well. Thanks for all you do, uh, and thank you for the ass family. And that's from Gina. Oh, you missed the song? Well, I, I, I'll do it at the I tell you what, I'll do it at the end of mail. If you can be around at the end, I'll do it again for you, Alicia. Um, I am sorry for your loss, Gina, or Gina. I hope that's making you laugh at least a little bit. Um, what, uh, you see, what you're going through is totally normal. Totally normal. I, I, my dad, uh, March 16th will be seven years, six years, six years. I still see, uh, I still see him everywhere. I still talk to my dad. I still miss my dad. Um, well, tell Blake not to call you. 
say, hey, Blake, don't call. Arnie's about to do a world fucking class song here. Um, Gina will never go away. I, I'm sorry to tell you that. It, 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 it will eventually get softer. You'll, you'll have moments where out of nowhere you'll just think about him and you'll break down. I have my moments. I talk to my dad every single night. Some nights I break down. Um, it's because they're that important to you. I mean, my, my world, you know, came to an abrupt end, if you think about it. I lose my radio career, and then four weeks later, my dad dies. My dad raised me well enough to know that I keep going on, though. And I think probably, Jeannie, your mom did the exact same thing for you. It's going to be tough. I'm not going to lie. And, and by the way, you're allowed to break down. You're allowed to do that. You lost your mama. I don't talk a lot about my mom because I lost her when I was 26. She did get to see me sober, which was nice. And she got to see a part of my radio career, which was very nice. Um, but I love my mom just as much as I love my dad. She guided me half the time better than my dad did. And I know I don't talk about her enough, but I, I, I hold her and my relationship a lot closer to me. It's more personal to me. I told you about my grandmother. I still miss my grandmother this day. I, I still break down every once in a while thinking about Edna. I saw a story yesterday about how uh, Walmart is finally starting to crack down on people who use a self-checkout to buy, like, a TV, but they pay for uh, <laughs> bananas. And I didn't break down. I just started laughing because that was Edna. That was my grandma. My grandmother taught me how to do that. But if, if self-checkout started when Edna was alive, Jesus Christ, I could have got some cool shit. But um, losing parents rough. And if, if this is the first one, I, I'd hey, at least you got your dad left. And if you don't have any left... You're not an orphan. I remember when my sister said, we're orphans now. I just looked at her like she was fucking stupid. I'm like, dummy, I'm in my 40s. I'm not an orphan. Um, I've uh, not lost a parent, but I'm going to say it's 199% normal. I heard lost my mom to cancer, and I cried for you. Um, Like, just through having you to go through at some point in the future makes me cry. Now it's going to be normal. There you go. Cowboys Girl says, I still talk to my dad, too. Losing a parent is probably the most pain I've ever felt. Recently losing my dad. I was a wreck for a while, but now I see him in pictures and I smile. Things will get better. And they will. They will. I promise you they will. Gina or Gina, whichever one it is. Um, but you have to go through this. This is the suck. And as they say in the military, at least I know in, in one SEAL unit, they said embrace the suck. I think if a lot of people were to learn that phrase and understand what it meant, I think we could get by a lot better if you were to embrace the suck. And what that means is you know that it's going to be horrible and you know it's going to be terrible, so just fucking deal with it. It's a lot harder to do than it sounds, but if you can embrace that suck. I mean, look, look. The one thing, I, I will tell you this, Gene. I still don't have an Austin 316 shirt because it hurts too much to see that date. 
And you know how much I like. Fuck, I'm wearing a goddamn wrestling shirt today. The best-selling wrestling T-shirt of all time. Of course I had one. And you know what? I was going to wear it that day. I had it out. I was going to go over to, I was going to go hang out with Dad that day. And I got the call at 8.30 in the morning. And I threw the shirt away. Because there's some things I still can't handle. But Gina, you will get through that. Or Gina, sorry. Um, I promise you. I promise you it will get better. And you got the ass family. So, I mean, fuck, you're set. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie says, I just wanted to say how great I think that you and Tommy are together. With that said, when you had Ruby on, even Mikey a couple weeks ago, I can hear in your voice just how much you like having a guest in. Are there more plans for this in the future? I mean, you don't need anyone else, but I'm sure it's more fun for you, too, and that's from Maggie. Um, hold on, let me, let me, before I ask this, uh, that's what me and my friends say when we were hiking up the mountain. Uh, it will be me six years ago on Friday since my dad passed, and it gets better. It still hurts, but I still have my all my happy me- Absolutely. I mean, I, I love the fact that I finished uh, the My Way song because it, it reminds me of Dad. It was the first song we ever played on the show to honor him. Um, I do love having guests on. I, I, and, and here's the thing, but I can't just have any guest on. I have to have somebody on that can have a conversation. Ruby's good at it. Mikey's great at it. Tommy's great at it. There are a lot of people, and I would love to have somebody on full time. I just can't. I can't pay anybody right now. And if I could, yes. Oh God, it makes the show so much easier, and I can bounce things off people, and we can talk and have conversations. And it's not so one-sided me talking and then just reading this. Um, I love having people on. I mean, that's how that that's how I was brought up in radio was doing team shows. Oh my God, it'd be great. Uh, so Scab's back, just turned my car on, and I hear them talking about the Super Bowl. I couldn't get you on the radio fast enough. You know, it's interesting. A lot of people, I know that uh, a certain show is mentally stable enough to come back on the air. They say anything? I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm blocked from everything, and nobody sent me anything yesterday. Dan is fucking hilarious. Oh, I love having Dan on the show. Oh, fucking A. I mean, if Dan and I lived in the same city, Dan would be on this show every single day. My favorite, and, and he just texted me, I I look forward to Thursdays now so much because I have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Joe Murphy is is by far one of the most talented people I've ever come across. And he and I have the same issues of getting in our own way. But, man, if we got out of our way, we make things happen. And, and Joe's got a great ideas for tomorrow's show. He's brought in a lot of great ideas. I can't wait to have Joe on tomorrow. I love having Joe in. Love it. And I, But that, once again, I love doing team shows. I think they're fun. I think, And they have a possibility to be even funnier. Because if I can get you going and you can get me going and my brain's going and your brain's going, we're going to fucking laugh. Uh, I love Tommy. He's smart and mature and compliments your personality. 
And Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, yes, fucking fire. He's so quick-witted, even for an old man. <laughs> Joe's listening right now. You just got called an old man, Joe. That's funny. Uh, but, yes, Maggie, I'm, I'm looking to have more people. This year I'm going to have a few more guests on, have a little bit more fun. So, uh, yeah, there you go. All right. There. It's made Joe feel good, hopefully. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie. You talk about how lucky you have been with jobs in your life, as with radio and that water park that you were used to work at as a kid. Uh, Did you ever have jobs that sucked? That's from Ben. Fuck yes. Um, there are two others I've missed uh, since the move to Texas. I missed them, but it is what it is. Just don't call me late for dinner. That's Joe Murphy. Um. Bad job. Yes. Okay. So uh, I I had a job as a kid. So the water park, that was uh, 14 through like 17, and that was only summers. During school year, I was able to get a job, and, and, and I worked at a couple malls. I, I worked at a footlocker, and the, the footlocker job wasn't bad. But, you know, me being, you know, I, I might have kept a couple pair of shoes for myself. And, you know, you're a 17-year-old and you want cool shoes and all that kind of stuff, right? So your boss calls your dad and says he's going to press charges. And your dad goes down there and pays for the shoes. And then you're yelled at for it. And then you're told you're going to get a job where I tell you to get a job because you're fired from Foot Locker immediately. These are all hypothetical things. That led me to working the worst job I ever had. I'm going to tell you the worst. Look, UPS, I hated working at UPS. I worked at a lady footlocker in Reno, and I, I organized their back room. Hated that job, too, mainly because they didn't have any shoes that fit me. Um, UPS was horrible. But the worst job I ever had was after I left Foot Locker. My dad was mad at me, and he wanted me to learn a lesson about not losing jobs. He had this friend, and this friend was a kind of a shady guy. He would put on these benefit concerts. They, they were charity concerts, and he would keep a gigantic hunk of the money raised from it. You know, of course, he's the promoter. He's going to be, he's not doing it out of, this, out of the goodness of his heart. He's doing it to make money. And he, he operated a, a telemarketing center. And this is right at the beginning of telemarketing. And my dad made me get a job there. Now, what this is, let me explain. If you've never worked at a telemarketing place, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to tell you what it is. It's a... Uh, it's one of these strip mall office places that's not even on a strip anywhere, but it's built like that. It's an office building, or, or an office, if you will. And it's gutted. There's, no, there's, there's like a bathroom and, and one like office in the back, and then the rest is just this wide open space. And they put desks in there, like fucking 20 desks, as many desks as they can fit in there with phones. And you have to cold call people. 
And I was, I, I'm still to this day an awful salesman. We had to cold call people. And I was paid only on commission. So I want you to think about 17-year-old Arnie or 16-year-old Arnie at this time. Cold calling people at, at home at night during dinner to sell concert tickets to go see Lori Morgan at a small venue in Dallas to benefit kids with retardation. And back then we were allowed to use the word retardation, which made the phone calls even funner. I saw a shirt the other day from a golf tournament from 1984. Take a swing at retards. It was a benefit to help Down syndrome kids. And that was a T-shirt. I want that shirt. But we had to sell concert. And these concert tickets were like 100 bucks. And we're talking about 1987. $100 is a lot of money. Still to this day, $100 is a lot of money, especially for fucking concert tickets. But to see Lori Morgan, who wasn't a bad country artist, but wasn't a great country artist, not a $100 artist, and I had to try to sell these tickets. And man, oh man, there are people at this fucking call center that were selling tickets to it. I worked there for three weeks, Monday through Friday, from 6 at night until 9 at night, okay? Because it, it, during school year, from 6 to 9, I had to sit in this office. I'm sorry, this smoke-filled office. It was like going to an old-school AA meeting with the terrible smell of coffee and cigarettes in there. I learned my lesson. Mm -mm. I'm not gay, but $100 is $100. You're goddamn right it is. And for Lori Morgan concert tickets, I think that was two tickets, so they're $50 each. I worked there for three weeks. And my dad's friend was a super nice guy. His name was Fred. He was a super nice guy. A little on the shady side, but super nice. He didn't care if I sold tickets. My dad was proving a, a point to me because my dad knew I couldn't do that. Oh, and and it, when when my dad said, "Okay, have you had enough? You ready? To, you ready to straighten out?" I was like, "Yes, sir." It's like, please let, never let me go back there. And and it wasn't because it was smoke filled. It wasn't because it was three hours a night during school year. The reason why I never wanted to go back is because I was a failure. I was a failure. I didn't sell one ticket. The one time I got close, the guy backed out at the end. Oh, I was so pissed off. For three straight weeks, I worked. I know it's only 15 hours a week, but I was like a junior in high school. Maybe a senior. I don't know. I didn't make any money. I learned my lesson. Oh, my God, I did that in Florida. I sold tickets to the local police sheriff's football game and to the Grand Old Opry. Such a horrible job. So much pressure and stress. And the kicker was a sale made on a brand-new credit card. Uh, they got like 26% interest, so just a huge scam. 
I sold one package, got no money, and I left on uh, day four. Had to stay through the end of day five to get money. Mm. Oh, I hated that job. Hated it. Oh, that's the worst job I've had. I mean, uh, that or squeegee guy at the peep show. One of the two. E- either one. No, I've never done that. <laughs> Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I'm not sure if I'm ashamed or proud of this, but I have to say after reading another article on the Tiger Woods story, I quoted you saying, this is the dumbest time in American history and added to it with the softest we have ever been as well. I have to say that you've been saying it for years, and I totally agree, Steve. Bob Saget suck cock for coke. Well, hey, that's what Bob Saget wants to do. It was only three weeks, but Arnie did it his way. <laughs> yes, very poorly. Um, oh, it, it, look, look. The idea that people are upset. It, that story, along with the Kansas City Chiefs story of them being drunk at their parade and people losing their minds over it. My God, what happens? What happens to those people when they have real atrocities happen to them? Do they just end it all? I'm being totally serious. I mean, to get worked up, as people have been worked up over this Tiger Woods tampon story, what would you do if you were one of these worked up people and you had something that really bad happened to you personally. Do you just crawl into a hole? Do you wash your mouth out with a revolver? I mean, what do you do? I can't believe Tiger Woods would do something like that. It just shows how misogynistic he is. He's being a dude. Fuck off. I can't believe that Patrick Mahomes was so drunk at the Super Bowl party. He just won his second Super Bowl in four years. I'm going to let the man drink. Did he kill anybody? No. Did, 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 did he infringe on anyone's rights? No. Then shut the fuck up. I tell you what, don't go to another Chiefs game then. Don't root for him. I dare you. Because I will say this right now. Especially with the Chiefs. I guarantee. Let me say it one more time. I guarantee. Those same assholes that came out. Oh, I can't believe Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey would be drinking like that in public. In September, when the NFL season kicks off, one more time. I guarantee. You'll be decked out in your red and yellow. You'll be doing the tomahawk chalk, and you'll probably be at the fucking Chiefs game. You piece of garbage. Shut up. Remember when Brady was so drunk during uh, the Super Bowl, he threw the trophy from boat to boat? Oh, absolutely. And people were like, oh, I can't believe Tom Brady did that. You can't believe that Tom Brady did that? A guy who just won his seventh fucking Super Bowl or sixth Super Bowl or whatever, however many it is. 
You can't believe that he was going to unwind. I, I, have you never seen a post-game celebration before? Have you never watched Major League Baseball? Have you never seen when a team wins the World Series? What do they do? They put tarp around all the lockers, and guys have ski goggles. Why? Because they're going to be shooting champagne and drinking beer and pouring beer on one another because they're celebrating. Fucking Christ on a Christmas tree. But, Steve, yes, we are so weak as a society. We're so soft. It, it, it's so... It's so dumb. I swear. We are so dumb as a country. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie. I've always wondered. This is from Brian, by the way. I've always wondered something about the show. I was wondering, just how do you pick out the music you choose for the week? Do you have a program that randomly picks them? Or what is the method to your amazing playlists? Uh, how many men have uttered, does your husband play too? Same meaning as pull your feminine hygiene. Pri- a- Amen, Joe. Joe, I look, I, I, I went off on this the last couple days. You and I will talk about this tomorrow. It's maddening. Instead of being happy that Tiger Woods is playing golf again, you're mad because he gave a guy who's like his little brother a tampon because he outdrove him. A man who almost lost the ability to walk. A man who almost lost his leg. And you're mad because he gave somebody a tampon. Shame on you. Um, thank you for saying the amazing playlists. Truth be told, it's how I feel. A lot of times I pick music out. Uh, sometimes I pick music out when you hear new stuff. It's a song I hear that I haven't heard in a long time or it's something that I come across or it's in a video or something like that. And I'll be like, ooh, that'd be a good one to add. Um... I do not have a program that randomly selects. Today's music, today's start music was uh, Kickstart Your Heart because I, I, I was in I was fired up. I, I wanted people to get Monday, I usually play mu- music that will motivate you a little bit, get you moving around. Friday, of course, I have my Friday playlist. It's fun music. It, it, it's to get us into the weekend. And, and during the week, I just mix it up. Today I knew that, that I had the epiphany thing, and I knew the first break, and the this, this show was going to be a good show today. I, I know the show's going to be good every day, but I did kickstart my heart into uh, A Long Way to the Top by ACDC, and that's kind of a, a little tip of the hat to Metallica. If you've ever seen Metallica, uh, if you've never seen them, let me let, me let you in. Uh, when, when you're in between bands and you're waiting for the roadies to set everything up and they have music playing in the arena, When, when you hear that guitar lick, and I already deleted the playlist. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Uh, when you hear this, this lick. When you hear that lick, Metallica is going to be on stage next. I love that they still do that. It's one of my favorite things about going to a Metallica show. I know it's stupid. But it feels it makes you feel like you're in on the show. 
And I usually only play, I, I will only play that song when it's opening for the show. And it, and honestly, it just depends on my, my feelings that day. I try not to play an artist more than once a week. I have very few rules. Um, I play non One of my main rules is I will not play an edited version of a song. And if I find out I have an edited version of a song, I will delete it and get the unedited version. Because I'm not a fan of edited music. I think it's stupid. I, I remember when, when <laughs> you Metallica fans, this is a fun story to tell. Um, I remember so, so vividly when the Garage album came out. Especially um, this song right here. So fucking what? I know that song so well is because when that album came out when that album came out I was put and we didn't have new production studios I was stuck in the oldest shittiest production studio in our building in Reno at the time and I was told Arnie you need to make this on air friendly That's the hardest song right there in the world to make on-air friendly. But I did. And I, I, I forget what the exact number of edits were, but I had to listen to that song probably 400 times. It, it took me about four hours to edit that song down. And we had a way to reverse the bad word, so it, was, it wasn't we weren't bleeping it. It was just... It was, so, what? And I had to listen to it over and over again because every time I'd miss one. And one of the times I missed cunt. And I was like, well, how can I miss that? But yes, and, and I hate edited versions. Metallica's still on my bucket list, yeah. They're, I've seen them. See, I've seen George Strait 13 times. I've seen Metallica, I think, 9 or 10 times. Metallica is worth seeing. A great, great live band. Great, great live. Probably one of the best. Uh, one of the best on stage. They're a big stage band. I got to see them at the Fillmore once, and it was great because I got to see Metallica at the Fillmore. That's something awesome to be able to say. But they're a big stage band. That, that stage was a little too small for them, but it, it was still fantastic. Yeah, Guns N' Roses just announced a new tour, and they're going to be headlining Aftershock on Sunday. I'm so goddamn mad that they never did Aftershock when I was working at 98. Man, oh, man. Oh. I got to see Guns N' Roses a few years ago in San Francisco, and it was magic. It was fantastic. They're awesome live. The best live band I saw, though, is still either ACDC or Rage Against the Machine. Still top two. I mean, I, I can hate Rage Against the Machine's politics all I want, but uh, seeing them live was phenomenal. 
Stackar says, Arnie, you play Adele daily. You Thanks to dicks like you. Hello. Hello. It's me. It's me. I'm fat. I was wondering if after all these, these years, years you'd like to eat. To me. No, I don't want to meet you. No, stop that. Um, let's see. I'm thinking about going to the show at Golden One. I've seen Metallica over 20 times for me. Bucket list was enjoying them with my sons. That was seeing uh, Neil Diamond with my mom. No words, such a feeling of awe. Yeah. Who are you thinking about going to see at Golden One? Metallica? I would say go see them. Oh, yeah. I finally got to see Guns N' Roses for the first time two years ago in Oakland. It was awesome. Desert Ronnie, Arnie, in your opinion, is you 2 worth seeing in concert? Um, not fair to ask me because I am a big U2 fan. I've seen U2 four times. Um, so I'll say yes. I, I, if you're a U2 fan, then absolutely. I think this thing they're going to do in Vegas is going to be pretty phenomenal. I'll tell you this right now. Um, if you were to tell me I could have five albums on a desert island for the rest of my life, first one's going to be George Strait, Greatest Hits album to version two, or I might just take his box set. Par- uh, uh, Appetite for Destruction, definitely. Elvis, live from Aloha. Uh, Aloha, live from Hawaii. There's three. Van Halen, one. And I would probably take uh, the Joshua Tree. Joshua Tree is still one of the greatest albums to ever be released. Don't care what anybody has to say about hating them. Don't care. If the song one would have been on the Joshua Tree, it would be by hands down the greatest album of all time. Saw them in SAC a couple years back. Uh, I will say this. They are not a three-hour band. They should have done, had an opener. And yes, Arnie, ACDC and Rage are the best I've seen, too. ACDC six times, Rage twice. Yeah, I've only seen Rage once and ACDC once. And phenomenal. Uh, U2 is definitely worth seeing. I've seen them four times. Not a huge U2 fan, but their concert was badass. Thank you, eh? Sanchez family, Post Malone. There's not enough money in the world to get me to go to a Post Malone concert. The way to get me to a Post Malone concert is, hey, Arnie, if you go to the Post Malone concert, you can physically assault him afterwards. I would go. As long as the tickets were free. Like, here's free tickets, and you can go backstage and beat the piss out of him. I'd be there. I'd be there, and I would have bells on. I finally got to see Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top in August this year. I've never seen either of them. That's awesome. Um, I, you know what? I'm I'm glad. I'm not I'm not going to hit you with my 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 rant. Uh, I think it's awesome you got to see them. Uh, I've seen one of those bands. Not so the real version, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's just me. It's just my rules. I don't, I don't expect people. Follow my rules. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Last one here. Uh, Arnie, I was really hoping that with Tommy, the next time you guys do a show, like your best wrestlers list, I was hoping you could make up a pay-per-view card that had the best of AEW taking on WWE. What do you think, Carl? Hmm. Do they always tour together? I haven't seen the, uh, them together. 
you ever have a chance to see Steve Miller do it, the vibe has always been awesome. Um, no, I get to see them. I haven't seen them yet. Okay. Um, AEW versus WWE. I, I will wait for Tommy to do this because this one will be a good one for us. Man. You know, for the world championship, man, he probably won't be back. I'm going to try to have Tommy back before WrestleMania or at least the show after WrestleMania. That way we can talk about it. Um, Cody Rhodes versus MJF. I think that would be a great match. I'm not a Roman Reigns guy, so we, we can get rid of Roman. and He'll be done being champ by then. If they were alive, I'd have the Briscoes take on the Usos. I think that'd be, but, you know, we just have Mark now, and I'm going to put Mark in every main event I can. Anyone else's butt throwing up just mine? Sweet. My 72 hours of not being allowed at work starts over again. The new position can't start soon enough, let me just say. Well, all right. Well, Alicia, I'm going to help you with your butt problem. I don't know if this will help your butt problem. Uh, but we will, we will, I will do the new song again, or the new version again. That way you can hear it. All right. And that did it for mail. Uh, thank you to the fine folks at JS Floors for sponsoring that each and every week. In turn, they, they sponsor these songs, and I'm sure they're not very happy about that part, but hey. Uh, all right, let's see. Let me, let me find the damn song here. Where'd it go? Come on, Frank. Where you at, dude? There it is. Okay. <clears throat> all right. Once again, the new and improved version of My Way.
really, really fat. I find it all so amusing to think
scrumptious phenomenal oh my god I love the fact that Joe Biden Public boy, she looks like a fuck. She looks terrible. Mm. Good lord. Oh my god. Was about to ask if he pooped himself again. Probably. What did it all? God damn it. The man cannot walk upstairs. How can he be the president of the United States? I'd I'd, I'd rest. I'm not gonna fucking shit on Britain. Joe Biden falling down is just funny. That's funny news. This last break is gonna be fun stuff. By the way, I'm warning you, I'm going to hell for the second story and my take on it. First story is those wacky bastards in Spain are at it again. You remember the other day we learned that the rain falls mainly in the plains in Spain. That's right, the rain falls mainly on the plains in Spain. Old technique to get your mouth working. The rain falls mainly on the plains in Spain. Remember the other day we talked about how Spain was going to let gals off of work when they got their uh, monthly visitor? When Aunt Flo came, they got time off to spend with Aunt Flo. Remember that? And then, of course, we had to take it into the transgender talk. This isn't about that. No trans stuff. I don't have any trans stuff in this last break here, and I'm very happy about it. Well, maybe not. The second story, like I said, going to hell. I thought I was going to talk about Britney's husband trying to do an intervention and threatening divorce. I've heard this story. Nobody's copping really to it, this intervention. Hell, man. Look, I I love seeing crazy Britney dancing around. You know what? That's what we're worth. America, we are worth crazy Britney. We're We're not worth. We're not worthy of sober Britney putting out new music. We're worthy of old, crazy, doped up Britney. A new, uh, (laughs) now, I don't know if it's been passed. I've heard this is not real, but I hear it is real. There's a new bill in Spain that that relates to animal rights. (laughs) It was approved by the lower house of parliament in Spain. The Congress of Deputies earlier this month now passed the upper house Senate. The bill will change the penal code 
from criminalizing people who have sex with animals will not be a crime unless the sex injures the animal and it requires treatment. So as long as you fuck a dog and don't hurt it in Spain, it's okay. I don't even know what to say about it. I mean, really? I, uh, who, uh, who goes to Parliament with that law? I mean, I, I, like, like, when you get in office, you're supposed to pass stuff that's for the good of the people. In Japanese, Tori Kayotu, translation, bathroom break, LOL. I didn't play that long of songs there. I played, yeah, it was pretty long. But you know what I was doing? You caught me, mage. I was not taking a dump. No. No, I was not taking a dump. Braddy Kid was went out of her way, and she got me a um, a rib cap steak. Got me a couple of them, and she gets off in about a half hour, and we usually eat when she gets home. So I had to season my steak. Had my season my steak and potato. Had to put the olive oil on there, the salt and pepper, little little Danos. Had to do the same thing on my potato. So I had to get those ready. That's why that break was a little bit long. Got back in time, but it's all ready to go. It's all ready to go for the fact that that Spain wants to make it legal to fuck animals as long as you don't hurt them. Do I do I even need to say anything? I I, I mean I, honestly, do I even need to say how fucked up the world is? Is that we're allowing countries, countries that that we're friendly with? This isn't like a shitistan. This is a developed country. Spain is pretty modern. I've never been there, but I can assume it's modern. They have electricity. They drive cars. They have, they have grocery stores. They've got credit cards. They, you know, they're cultured people. And now, as long as you don't hurt an animal, so I guess fucking gerbils is out. Because, uh, I mean, unless you, well, you're going to suffocate them if you put them in your hoo-ha. I don't know a lot of gals that would want to put gerbils in their hoo-ha, but, hey, I'm not here to judge. <laughs> Brad Pitt and Snatch, you like dags? Spain, we love dags, literally. That was such a great movie. God, that's such a good movie. If you've never seen the movie Snatch, go see it. Um, there you go. So, uh, and, and, and this is coming out because... Countries are like saying, well, we don't know if we necessarily want food that's coming from Spain, especially any animal products. We don't know if they have any fucking human DNA. And what what event particip- or, or precipitated this law change? It doesn't say. Um, the claims were amplified by far-right media outlets and national conservatives. Um Website claims that it's a hoax, but it's not. Such a new bill as strengthens law by expanding it to cover all acts of sexual nature that cause harm. Well, that's good. You, you, you don't want to harm humans either. That's good. Thank you, Spain. Pete is an awful group, but if they won't, don't take a stand on this, they lose all credibility they might have left. Oh, right? 
Richard Gere says gerbils are in. <laughs> Richard, what do you think for the small the spring line? Oh, I think gerbils are in. That might be a joke. Yes, I like my Funko Pop. Oh, by the way, if if, if you guys want to get me something, I got I got an easy one for you. Not expensive. It's on eBay. I need the Funko. Uh, there, there's there's two Funko Pops that are on eBay that I need to get. One is Al Cervic from Caddyshack, the Rodney Dangerfield. It's perfect. And then the one uh, Elvis from Hawaii with his jumpsuit. And right now I have a. Uh, I have my Steiner Brothers action figures and Apollo Creed and Stone Cold Steve Austin guarding my Hall of Fame trophy. Um, guarding the, the, the cable box, I have Burt Reynolds, Dusty Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Willie Nelson. Oh, and Samuel L. Jackson, the Garden Gnome. Yeah, I have a lot of crap. Oh. Oh, 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 I'm working on something, by the way. I meant to tell you guys about this earlier. So you know how all this new butt culture is out there, like show me your butthole and all that kind of stuff? Well, uh, I've got Young Harm uh, working on a new T-shirt idea that you can get at TeePublic. Just type in the Arnie State Show. And we're going to try to do it like a graffiti-type shirt, and it just has two words on it. But coitus. Are you a butt coituser? But coitus. I think it's hysterical. I thought about it last night, and I started laughing about it in bed, and I texted him right away. He said he'd work on it today. But coitus. Like one animal fucker had a publicly fight... <laughs> In court, the exact topic. Your Honor, yes, I fucked that dog, but I did not physically injure it, so I'm not guilty. <laughs> I, I, that's what it takes. Now, this next story. It's a sad day. I, 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 I'm honestly, I'm kind of surprised this has not happened before with this company especially. But the fine folks at Lego. They've decided, you know, how they have people in their Lego things. I, I, I'm not a Lego person. Braddy Kid's a huge Lego person. And they have people in their, their things, and you build little people. Well, now, Lego's new friends will range uh, and feature diverse characters. One born with a missing limb. Others with anxiety and neurodivergence. A dog in a wheelchair. And one with Down syndrome. Does the one with Down syndrome just not fit in the pegs? Is it a little off? This, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You're going to give me a, a Down Syndrome Lego character or a dog in a wheelchair. What the fuck is a dog in a wheelchair? A person in a wheelchair isn't good enough? Oh, you got the you got Eileen in there. 
the one-legged uh, Lego character. I'm seeing these pictures, but I... See, the new horde of Lego friends will include characters with a multitude of disabilities, including limb differences, Down syndrome, and Vitaligo. I don't even know what Vitaligo is. What, what's Vitaligo? V-I-T-I-L-I-G-O. How are they going to show that on a Lego person? Mental illness, Lego face. Well, I'm looking at these characters, and, and look, look, I don't mean to be mean, but wouldn't the Down syndrome one have a much bigger head? <laughs> Does the Down syndrome character look like Corky? Becca! Becca! Let it go. Oh, is that the skin condition that, that, oh, okay. Is that the one that Michael Jackson allegedly had? Is one drooling. Vitiligo. Okay, thank you. Wow, no trans Lego. Uh, skin issue that Michael Jackson had, like the black model Minnie Harlow. She has, okay, all right. Well, I don't see that person on here. I see some black people on here. I don't see anybody with that. I mean... Others with anxiety. How do you show anxiety in a Lego character? Uh, I'm calling bullshit. Lego is trying to figure out a way to get rid of their backlog of broken <laughs> mishaps. <laughs> Lego's like how Wendy's recycles their hamburger meat into the chili. Well, we got a bunch of broken one-legged ones. Hey, let's put that in the fucking Down Syndrome one. Oh, you mean that batch we made with the heads that are too big and it drools? <laughs> Just look, 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 if any of y'all, if any of y'all have kids and this year they say, I need y'all to get this on video for me because I need to hear this in my lifetime. Oh, mom. Johnny got the Down Syndrome Lego guy. Why didn't I? Dear Santa, for Christmas this year, I want the 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 Vitiligo <laughs> Vitiligo Lego character, please. I've been good. Vitiligo Legos, the Lego that ran out of ink. <laughs> it's only part yellow. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. John Cougar Mellencamp's playing in Grand Prairie? I'd go see him. I ain't going to pay to see him, but I'd go see him. Legos down with the down. I mean, I ain't trying to be mean here. I mean, I mean good for them to... Oh, Jesus. You know, this is just part of this whole thing that we talk about over and over again. Do we do we need to have a Lego that that represents everybody? And the answer is no. 
Not everybody needs a Lego. I know that these companies are, are trying to do their best to stay woke and stay in this idealistic world. How much longer do you think this woke shit's going to stay up? I mean, it's got a high burn rate. It's like a really popular song that's got a fun hook, but everybody gets sick of that hook after a while, and you're like, oh, fuck, not that song again. Well, we're there with the wokeness. Uh, Since we're all about appropriating the toys, uh, what happened to Barbie missed the opportunity. I mean, pop the head off, troll doll. Pop a Barbie head and market that shit as a little person or a midget Barbie. Fucking brilliant moneymaker. Very true. Oh, Barbie's got her handicap. You, you remember the, the old bit that we did? Well, we do segments here. Um, Barbie and her gal pals of appropriation. And they were all named Barbie. Like the, the black Barbie was Bar Bay. Like Bay. The lesbian Barbie that ran the motor pool was Barb. We can have a trans in there. It's Barbie. Uh, When do these come out? Uh, Let's see if it says in the story. Um... Now some follow the report and here being made fun of playing with what they describe as girls' toys. Uh, Lego's latest move arises outraged pens of the woke edits that were made to classic children's books. Um, it doesn't say when they're coming out. You'll just have to keep an eye out for the, you know, those, I guess. I'll keep an eye out as well. There you go. How do you confuse a blind person? Have them read Braille on Legos. I swear if one of y'all wins the lottery, I want a startup money. I'll fucking run the midget Barbie world. No shame, include all. <laughs> um, all right. No oh boy, we you know what? I give this I give this guy a hard time on this show because he's a terrible father in movies, and that's Liam Neeson. But I guess Liam Neeson was recently on the view. And I guess the stupidest person on that show, Joy Behar. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Okay, stupid. Um, She has a huge crush on him. I will film Arnie going into Lego to pick these up. I'll just walk in and ask for him. Hey, man, y'all got the retard, the, the, the retard guy yet? Actor Liam Neeson told Rolling Stone magazine that he was not impressed by The View. (laughs) He said he was looking forward to the interview while watching the show in his dressing room because the hosts were talking about gun violence in America and added that he agreed with the host that it's an American problem. She fucking pussy. I go on stage and join the ladies during the break, and I was congratulating them on this discussion. And then our segment starts, and it's just all this BS with Joy and Liam Neeson having a crush. I've known Whoopi for years and Joy a little bit, but I wasn't impressed. I'm uncomfortable in those situations. One of the ladies is a uh, prosecutor, and we had a little chat afterwards, and it was good. Intelligent conversation, but then the segment's all about this 13, 14-year-old crush. It's just embarrassing. God love you, Liam Neeson. Bring that bitch to her knees. 
Tell her you wouldn't fuck her with fucking Sonny Bono's dick. See, I used somebody who also died in a skiing accident like his wife, Natasha Richardson. See, that's what you call genius. Um, I've done quite a few of sex scenes, and I would have preferred to leave it to the imagination, especially for the ladies and the actresses, he said. He's a very, uh, I like the, look, look, I, I give him a hard time because of that terrible movie Taken. He's a great actor. I can't take away from Liam Neeson, except in Next to Ken. That's just absolute garbage. Oh. So, yeah, good for you, Liam Neeson. That's fantastic. Um, Where do we go? Oh. Oh, I'm about to lose my mind on somebody. Oh, and it's somebody who I already hate on this show. Orlando, Florida has been named the world's most expensive destination for a family vacation. Uh, real quick, let me let me get the uh, the correct uh, soundbite for that. Duh. A family of two adults and two children can expect to pay $7,300 average for a seven-night vacation in Florida. I've been talking about this for a long time, and nobody listens to me. The state of Florida, they're a bunch of bastards. I'm going to tell you why. Have, they, have any of y'all ever flown into the, the Orlando airport? Let me tell you about the Orlando airport. It's a beautiful airport. They got an Outback Steakhouse in there. At least they used to. Dad and I were flying into Orlando. We're going to play golf at at um, Bay Hill Arnold Palmer's place. So we land, we get our bags, go get the rental car, and we know where I, I get directions to Bay Hill, and there's only one way out of the airport. And that one way out of the airport is a toll road. That's right, a fucking toll road. So you're already paying money in Florida as soon as you step into Florida. You're on a, like a $7 toll road. Donald says, I just paid 600 a night for a room in Manteca. Good Lord, that's a lot for a room in Manteca. Uh, Brady, have you been to Legoland? If not, sounds like a great place for Arnie to take you uh, this summer with Roscoe. No, it sounds like a better place for Alicia to take you this summer with Roscoe. I've never been to Legoland, but I want to go just to buy sets. There you go. Legoland, I'll fucking just destroy everybody. I'll be like Godzilla in there. So, so Orlando, I, I don't understand why this is a story, because Orlando is where Disney World is. Well, duh. I mean, I, I mean honestly, do, do we need a news story? Duh. That says Orlando's expensive because Disneyland's there. They can do whatever they want. If Orlando wanted to charge Hawaii prices, y'all ever seen the prices in Hawaii at a Carl's Jr.? I have. You know a shake is like $9 at Carl's Jr. in Hawaii and Maui? $9 for a shake. Why? Because they got to get all that shit shipped over. That's why it's expensive. 
Orlando could do the same thing, and people are going to go there, and they're going to spend $9 on shakes. You know why? Because Disney World is there. Uh, I live in Virginia. I'd have just driven home. Uh, Donald, uh, if you stay at Great Wolf, of course you did. I don't know where he stayed. But, yeah, I mean, and, and, and let me tell you, if, if y'all ever been to Orlando, it ain't worth all that damn money. It's a fine city. Look, I, I went and played Bay Hill. I stayed at play Bay Hill. We went and got steaks one night, ate the rest of the time at Bay Hill. We were fine there. I just got back from Hawaii, and it wasn't that expensive. We ate at Carl's in Honolulu, and everything was the same price as here. Well, that's why you need to go to Maui. And so is Harry Potter World, Arnie, much more important than Disney. No, no, it's not. None of the, look, look. I have to make this announcement today, February 22nd. Let's get the right um, echo effect here, shall we? Today, today, today. I consider, I consider myself, 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 myself to be the happiest man in the world because I am officially retiring from amusement parks. I'm too old. I'm too, old, old, I'm too I'm fat, fat, fat. I'm too I'm angry. angry, angry. I did my time. I've ridden roller coasters from coast to coast to coast. Won't catch, Won't catch me, me dead, dead, dead in one of these, one of these, one of these grocery, grocery store, store parking, parking lot carnivals. But done, but I, done am. I am. Thank you Thank to you the fine folks, folks in the amusement park world that kept me somewhat safe during my time of going to your stupid park. There you go. If you don't know what that was uh, in our reference to, um, go watch the movie Pride of the Yankees. Uh, the hell you are. We have lots of food to eat and people to watch as Roscoe grows up. I, I don't mind going to, like, the, the – uh, look, it would be stupid for me to go to a park and pay $180 to go in there because I'm just going to sit down. Oh, ladies of the ass family, I found different period panties. Oh, fuck. The other ones I talked about here uh, have legal issues due to all the toxins and carcinogens they never disclosed. I'm done with amusements. I did it my way. So there you go. Yeah, I, 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 I'm done with amusement parks. Sorry. Oh, good. And you even gave the period collections. Well, let's click on this link, shall we? The most absorbent and affordable period underwear in the world. For heavy to medium flows. Hey, gals. Are you a high-waisted gal? Do you like wearing high-waisted panties? Well, the high-waisted period. The organic cotton for heavy flows, $12. Sorry, the extra coverage high-waisted period in organic cotton for heavy flows is sold out. The bi- the bikini period in microfiber for medium flows, 
So it, it, look, the the worse your flow, the worse panties you gotta wear. It looks like. What about the state fair? It, it's the state fair, of Texas, Christopher. I'm very, I, I, I look, look, I'm very adamant about that. It's not the Texas state fair. It's the state fair, of Texas. I didn't go last year. I, I, I want to go this year because we're supposed to be going to the Texas OU game. Here's the thing. I just, I don't like being around that many people anymore. Like, I, I just don't. It's a lot of walking. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of walking. I know that y'all all know that. Um, I do love the food at the State Fair of Texas. Don't get me wrong. That's one reason why I will still go. I mean, this is going to be Roscoe's first year, so I, I, I kind of got to go this year. But, yeah. Look at the period boxers. It's a guy modeling them. Uh, way prefer these versus the Nasty Cup. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, I'm going to check these out. Thanks, Alicia. Yeah, thanks, Alicia. Appreciate it. Thanks for bringing period talk to the show. You walked just fine during our little jaunt and sack. No, I didn't. I was crippled. Um, all right. Savannah. Oh, Savannah Crisley. Girl, you need to just shut your ugly horse mouth up. There is nobody that I like going off on more than Savannah Crisley because she is probably the ugliest woman who's ever won a beauty contest. I mean, if, if she was going in a, horse, in a competition to look like Mr. Ed, I'd give it to her every single day. But this 25-year-old Beehotch claims that service dogs get better treatment than my mama does at her Kentucky prison facility, and she claims that her mama's got no heat or fresh air. Um, hey, ugly bitch, do you know why service dogs get treated better? Because they're actually providing a service where, in turn, your mother fraudulently ripped off people. Your mama and your gay-ass fucking shit daddy, that beard needs to come off soon. Because I, gu- I guarantee he is getting turned out in the big house. You need to shut up. You just need to shut up. All these people that bitch and moan about prisons, do you think that, the prisons are like what you see on TV. Do, do you think they're like that? Prisons are vile, gladiator training rooms. And by the way, your mama and your daddy are in the cushiest of cushiest prisons. To bitch and moan, oh, my mama's eating treated worse than service animals. Well, are you a service animal? Is that why you know? Because you look like a fucking donkey. Good old donkey tooth bitch. They frauded, the, they, 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 they committed $30 million worth of fraud on taxpayers. Boy, you better cry me a motherfucking river that your mama ain't got no heat at her damn jail. Mm-mm. Hey, Ugga. Oh, here we go. Is she going to talk? Okay. 
That's how stupid she is. You know, my mom's in a facility that has no air, but yet they're service dogs for the prison that are in a heated and cooled building because it's inhumane for them not to have air. Yeah, because those dogs are actually doing something worthy. Your mother is biting out her time, you stupid, ugly bitch. And I read an executive order that Biden signed that said all federal inmates must be housed in environmentally friendly facilities. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, okay, well, this is completely opposite. Of Shut that. up. God almighty. I, you know, there's nothing I like more than when rich people go to jail and they bitch about it. What do you think the facility's like at, 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 at Sing Sing? Up in, in, in New York? Sing Sing's in New York, right? Well, what, what's the one in the Bay Area? Uh, San Quentin? Folsom? Do you think that these are walks in the park? Compared to what your, your mama and your daddy, your mama and your daddy are at summer camp. Hmm, I tried to take Max with me. My dog, last time I took him, I had a vest on him, and we asked by the women uh, his services. I told him he's a therapy dog, and she looked at me, and I told her he stops me from killing people in large crowds. She looks at me disgusted and walked away, calling me a racist. How is that racist? He's a labradoodle. A lot of prisons give too much freedom, in my opinion, access to email. I didn't get to use the phone when I was grounded. It's not like they're in the prisons of mayors of Kingstown. No, not at all. If you can't do the time, don't do the crime. Pelican Bay. Pelican Bay, you're locked up 23 hours a day. They want the Ghislaine treatment, probably. I, I mean, I mean, they think that the... Oh, boy, these are people that I would love to savagely just assault in public. Oh, man. Don't come to Texas. I'll tell you what, I won't go to Nashville again, or if I do, I'll avoid your neighborhood. All right, final story. Final story of the day, and we got to go take a trip. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Now, I saw a story, and, and Cowboys Girl sent it to me as well. It, I, I don't have it. It's, it, it's out of, uh, I believe it's out of New York City. New York City! Not appropriate. They, where they caught a, an alligator, it, like, a, outside of the Bronx or something. It was a four-foot alligator that they named Godzilla. Now, y- y'all need to slow your roll. Okay, because when it comes to alligators, you got a four-foot alligator, that ain't nothing. Okay, that's a baby alligator. This is a story about 85-year-old Gloria Sarge. Serge. She lives in a nice retirement community in Fort Pierce, Florida. She's out there with her gal pals, probably playing shuffleboard, doing some knitting, things like that, and she's got a dog. So the 85-year-old decided to take her dog for a walk. And as she was walking there in Florida, out of nowhere, about a 10-foot alligator came up and went after the dog. But Gloria, Gloria's not giving up without a fight. 
Ultimately, she got knocked over in the struggle, and the alligator yanked her by her foot into a nearby pond and then said, (laughs) The 85-year-old woman drowned. After that, the authorities were called in to wrangle and kill the gator. No word on the dog. I don't know if the gator went back for seconds. Photos released by the police department show the dramatic scene. Uh, It's a 10-footer. Gators are a dime a dozen in the Sunshine State and are incredibly dangerous. A toddler was killed under certain circumstance at Disney in 2016. Oh, we all remember that one. See? See? Well, look, look here. This is why you don't go to Florida. Florida bites back. Poor old lady's just walking her damn dog. Probably some kind of shit dog. Some, you know, Lala Apsu or some some crappy dog. And, hey, hey I, I would do, I, well, depending on how big the gator was. If the ba- gator went after Bubba, I might, I might let Bubba try on his own for a little bit. But I know Bubba's going to lose that fight because Bubba's stupid. No offense, buddy. He's riding shotgun with me today. Yeah, Bubba would die. Bub- Bubba would die very quickly. Uh, by the way, before I leave, I, I have to share this with you. Um, do a lot of jokes on TikTok, and some are taking off a lot lately. And I, I, I want to give special thanks to V Coop because he always sends me good jokes. I used one of his today. And I will end the show with this. Uh, let me say, let me let me give my usual toast off of uh, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. We will be back tomorrow. Same morning time, same morning channel. Here's the joke. What did losing my virginity in my first football game have in common? I was bloody and hurting, but at least my dad came. Adios, everybody. There once was a time when I was dead inside I cussed the Lord for the day I was born And prayed to the devil to die Just when I thought 
Is outside waiting to arrest him. 